Good morning from the newsroom of the Financial Times. Today is Friday, August 2nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Donald Trump announces new tariffs on Chinese goods. Corporate share buybacks are starting to cool. Shares in Pinterest surge. And faced with the uncertainty of Brexit, the Bank of England cuts growth forecasts. Plus, George Parker, the FT's political editor, talks with me about Boris Johnson's first full week since becoming prime minister of the UK and his Brexit plans. I'm Mark Filipino, and here's the news you need to start your day. U.S. President Donald Trump has put an end to his trade truce with China's Xi Jinping. Yesterday, Mr. Trump announced a 10% tariff on $300 billion of additional Chinese goods. He made the call for increased tariffs on Twitter, saying it would start on September 1st. Earlier in the week, Mr. Trump said Beijing wasn't negotiating in good faith, failing to make good on promises to buy more U.S. farm products. If these new tariffs do take effect, it would mean all of China's exports to the U.S. would be levied. That could put even more pressure on the global economy. And with Mr. Trump's tariff threat coming just a day after the Federal Reserve cut interest rates, economists and investors are wondering if the U.S. central bank will be dragged into a deeper cycle of monetary easing, having to go ahead with further rate cuts to ward off economic damage from White House trade policy. The announcement by Mr. Trump sent the yield on the 10-year Treasury note to its lowest level since 2016. And the S&P 500 sank almost 1%. The breakneck growth of corporate share buybacks is starting to cool. These buybacks have helped propel the stock market to record highs. According to estimates from Goldman Sachs, they're set to hit a total of $940 billion this year. That's up 13% on last year's total. But it's a sharp slowdown from the 54% growth seen in the 2017-2018 period. That year's drive was helped out by a cut to the U.S. corporate tax rate. The slowdown in buyback growth this year adds another layer of uncertainty for investors. They're already concerned with slowing economic growth, global trade tensions, and the Federal Reserve's murky stance on interest rates. Shares in Pinterest enjoyed a big boost on Thursday. The scrapbooking website released its second quarter earnings report and raised its full-year revenue forecasts to between $1.09 billion and $1.11 billion. Pinterest also announced that it grew to 300 million users, a 30% year-on-year increase. The news pleased investors. Shares rose as much as 15% in after-hours trading, hitting $31.87. That's well above the issue price of $19 when Pinterest went public in April. And as central banks around the world prepare to cut interest rates, the Bank of England is holding the line. With the uncertainty of Brexit looming, the BOE's Monetary Policy Committee voted unanimously to hold interest rates at 0.75%. It said that borrowing costs would eventually have to rise to keep inflation in check. But it did add that rates could move in either direction in the event of a no-deal Brexit. And it's that uncertainty around the UK's exit from the EU that caused the bank to cut its growth forecasts. It now expects a one-in-three chance that the economy will shrink at the start of next year. That's if interest rates remain unchanged. 
And here's a closer look at a story you should know more about. During his first full week as prime minister, Boris Johnson has doubled down on the hard Brexit strategy that he advocated for throughout his campaign. And some people thought that when he became prime minister, he would go inside number 10, have a look at some of the briefings and think, well, hang on a sec, we, now is the moment we need to sort of tack back towards a more moderate position on Brexit in the hope we can get a deal. Instead of which, it seems to me he's boxed himself in by coming up with even more red lines on Brexit and insisting that the withdrawal deal that Theresa May negotiated back last November has essentially got to be ripped up and its most controversial component, the backstop covering the Irish border, abolished altogether. So he's taken a pretty hard stance. That's the FT's political editor, George Parker. Well, Ireland has rejected outright the idea that um, the withdrawal agreement that was painstakingly put together over two years by Theresa May's government and the EU should be basically scrapped. And in particular, the backstop provision, which is, as we are all now painfully familiar with, is the insurance policy against a hard border on the island of Ireland, that that should be removed. Leo Varadkar, the Irish Prime Minister, that's, that's an essential part of any withdrawal agreement. And at the moment, we're in a standoff, really, where Ireland, backed by the other 26 remaining EU member states, are saying the withdrawal agreement and the backstop have to stay. Boris Johnson saying it's got to go. It's hard to see how, you, how we're going to break the stalemate unless one of those two sides blinks. This past week, we saw that the UK pledged extra funding to prepare for a possible no deal. Can you talk a little bit about that and about the broader implications? Yeah, so really, the British government and Boris Johnson have been very keen to put meat on the bones of the rhetoric that uh, we will leave on the 31st of October, come what may, or do or die, as Boris Johnson put it. So they've really been digging in. And the biggest evidence of that this week was Sajid Javid, the new Chancellor of the Exchequer, announcing over £2 billion of money will be made available over the next few months to prepare for a no-deal Brexit. And that's money that will be spent on hiring new border guards and £400 million or more being spent on trying to stockpile essential medicines to stop people dying in the event of a hard Brexit. So huge amount of money is going into an outcome which Boris Johnson says he wants to avoid, and indeed one which he says is still a one million to one shot. So, George, has the support for Boris Johnson wavered at all this week? Well, the public opinion polls in Britain suggest there's been a bit of a Boris bounce for the ruling Conservative Party. Plainly, whatever else the currency markets or our European partners might think about Boris Johnson's tough strategy on Brexit, it seems to be proving quite popular at the moment at least with a certain section of the British public. But this strategy is incredibly divisive. You know, 52% of the country voted for Brexit. Quite a small proportion of those people, I think, would have voted for the idea of a hard Brexit, a no-deal Brexit. Nobody was really prepared for the idea of a complete rupture of the UK's relationship with its biggest trading partners. So that is the problem, that while Boris Johnson's enjoying a bounce at the moment, what will happen if things start to unravel, if the pound continues to plunge, inflation stokes up, and we end up with economic chaos around October the 31st, then the picture might look very different. But for the moment, Boris Johnson hasn't had a bad start. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. Our colleagues will be following the U.S. July job numbers, which are expected this morning. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back next week for the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Amy Keene and me, Mark Filipino. Our intern is Eileen Rodriguez. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. We also got help this week from Gavin Coleman and Michael Bruning. 
Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024.